Welcome to this episode of ClearedCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. I'm Katie Keller, Editorial Communications Manager with Clearance Jobs. And today with me, I have Jillian Hamilton, editor at the news site. And we are going to round up our week of news last week and what's coming up for you this week. So Jill, thanks for joining me today. Great to be here again. Lots to cover. (laughs) Absolutely. As always, it's a crazy time in news with some of the events we have had going on, but also some breaking news. So Mm -hmm. if you could start, let us know what happened last week in intelligence. Christopher Burgess, his first piece was on Edward Snowden, which, you know, obviously a known name in the cleared world. But Mm -hmm. so while he's still over in Russia, avoiding the uh, implications of his actions that he on September 29th of 2020, the federal court ruled that he actually doesn't get to enjoy the profits from his book due to violating non-disclosure agreements Mm -hmm. and not getting pre-publication review. We're still waiting for him to come back and then he can face the results from his actions. But in the meantime... The courts ruled acting uh, assistant attorney general of the civil division at the Department of Justice, Jeffrey Bossert, said, we will pursue those who take advantage of sensitive positions in government to profit from classified information learned during their government service. So basically, publication is not going to get stopped. It just keeps going. It just means that all the proceeds get to go to the U.S. government to the tune of $5.2 million. (laughs) So plus... You know, he also had conferences he spoke at and he made slides and presentations and it used information and images that were not reviewed prior to publication. So they also charged him, I think, about $30,000 on that because he was paid for that. So then he has to all those royalties have to come back here one way or another. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, you know, Snowden has been a, I don't want to say household name because that sounds bad, but I, I, you know, it's been a name that has been prominent in this industry for a long time. And it reminded me of my interview with Kel McClanahan from the National Security Counselors. Another recent case of, you know, pre-pub review uh, with John Bolton. And if you're writing about classified information, you're not only breaking a contract with the government, but you're also just putting yourself at risk for essentially working on the, you know, writing something and you're not going to get any money from it. And that and just putting sort of information in the hands of potential adversaries. It's just not it's not it's not a good uh, fire to play with. Exactly. We just had another piece on October 7th. He shared about the ISIS terrorists who were called the Beatles because of their British accents, how they were extradited for the kidnap and murder of four U.S. citizens. That was James Wright Foley, Stephen Joel Sotloff, Peter Edward Kassig, and Kayla Jean Mueller. If convicted, the two of them will face up to life imprisonment. One of the statements I love from the attorney general on this, I watched the press release when Christopher sent this over, just the that they stayed with this, following through this. And I think it really speaks to the mission support in national security that we that people who work in national security provide and how we keep that mission in mind. When uh, the attorney general, William Barr, said 
These charges are the product of many years of hard work in pursuit of justice for our citizens slain by ISIS. Although we cannot bring them back, we can and will seek justice for them, their families, and for all Americans. Our message to other terrorists around the world is this. If you harm Americans, you will face American arms on the battlefield or American law in our courtrooms. Either way, you will be pursued to the ends of the earth until justice is done. I was like, mic drop. (laughs) You know, absolutely. Well, well said. Like we are going to stick up for our people. So I thought that was, I thought that was good. Yeah. Is it, you know, a very, uh, a very sad, I I hope that the, you know, the families of the fallen do feel like justice Mm. has been served and uh, definitely thinking about them this week. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, security clearances, always changing, always something on the news.clearancejobs.com site about security clearances. So let us know what happened last week. I mean, there's lots of different things, but the two that stood out to me, I loved Greg Stewart's piece on top five movies that glorify the security clearance. It was great. You had shared it on social going into the weekend, kind of thinking, like, it's just fun to think of those different movies that they do kind of stay the test of time a little bit. Personally, for me, I'm a Jason Bourne fan. I don't know if you read the books, but or watched the movies. I've I read those years and years ago. Loved the movies, and then of course, Mission Impossible is kind of great too. But I don't know if you have any favorites. <laughs> Jason Bourne is is actually my favorite trilogy, but I do believe mm-hmm. they added another movie to that series. But yes, Jason Bourne, huge fan. I was thinking about uh, my my partner and I, we always get into a little debate about who the best James Bond was. Do you have an opinion on that, Jilly? I don't. I mean, I like it's funny when they, they suspend reality and it's like <laughs> they try to keep some elements of believability. And for me, like they always like they do push up against that. I probably I'm not quite a Bond. I, I don't mind watching Bond movies, but I wouldn't say I've kept track of which one same with mission impossible like i'll watch them with sure. uh, my husband but at the same time like i have the believability suspension <laughs> and i'm sure like for people with clearances or like who work in the intelligence community are kind of like it's nothing like this guy <laughs> no sure uh, yeah same, uh, same d- with when i watched we watched 24 years ago the the tv show and sure. it was just like at some point I asked for like four or five years. I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's my 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 intensity level's too high. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I will say for the record, Pierce Brosman is the best Bond in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he really embodies what James Bond is really about the charisma. Uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Craig, um, you know, is a good one as well. But yes, there are so many of those movies that really do embellish, you know, the security clearance field. Not all security clearance holders are in special ops doing Jason Bourne fighting moves. So we'll put that on the record as well. <laughs> it's it's still it's still enjoyable to watch, you know, but but speaking of, you know, inconsistencies or misconceptions, I had a great conversation this past week with Dan Bradley. He's from DC Security Consultants. So we talked about the term street adjudication or things that keep candidates that could be clearable away from supporting the mission. So street adjudication would be people who are out there on the quote unquote street telling people like, oh, for sure, you can't get a clearance because of this in your past. And he is pretty passionate about presenting yourself as clearable and letting the process take care of itself, like submitting the information, let the adjudicators do their work after the background investigation has taken place and they can review all the facts 
be truthful, be honest. And also if you've been denied a clearance before, as long as you've taken steps to change some of those things that were found against you before that you've made progress, it doesn't mean that you can't get cleared in the future. So that like, I think he's, he had a really good, a lot of points to consider based on a lot of the misconceptions that are out there. It was a great conversation bringing all those to the surface. So we talked a bit about that. It's a good reminder to only seek out information from credible sources when it comes to the security clearance Mm -hmm. process or a lot in national security. I have friends and family who thought the same. They had things in their past that people have said, no, you can't work in national security. You can't obtain a security clearance. Well, they don't work in policy. I think we've we've said this a couple of times on the on cleared cast. If you don't work in policy, you're not an expert. So that's a good reminder for folks to also check out the DOA cases, the Defense Office of Hearings and Appeals. Read some of those cases. It really just showcases how the process, it really, quote unquote, depends. Yeah, no, that was, it was good. Like, that's one of the things I was going to highlight to look for on a weekly basis where we're going to be presenting different DOA cases like Lindy did this past week on, like, it would look like somebody is not clearable. And then they submit the information, they go through the whole process, and you find out in the end that that's not always the case. So it's good to, if you're, if you've got the skills and you desire to work in support of national security, you submit your paperwork, you do, you're truthful and you let the process take care of it. So instead of letting people hold you back from possibly just even trying. So what about in career advice? Careers. Yes. My top two this week are of course from Steve Leonard and then Jason Houck. The two pieces are different from each other. Steve brings a bit of levity, I think, to, you know, everything just feels heavy lately, I think. And I, I love how he's pinged on meetings a lot lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a lot. It's actually just twice. <laughs> but this one was funny just in so many ways for me. I literally laughed out loud on some of the points that he had just because there are meetings that you sit there and you think, why am I here? I mean, not at clearance jobs, of course, right? But <laughs> <Sure>. like, <laughs> just to my, you know, other times in life where I hear other people just complaining about meetings and be like, that definitely could have been an email. So, I mean, there's brainstorming times, but then there are other meetings that just seem to drag on. But I love, I love the one point where he, I had my husband read this and he's like, so I can just repeat the last line of what you said and say, that's really great. And you'll think I'm listening, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Thanks Steve for uh, giving him that tip. (laughs) But there was a lot of just different funny things to do, like drawing, don't draw a dinosaur on a whiteboard, like different tips like that. So definitely check that one out. If you haven't read it already, it's good. And then on a different tune, Literally, Jason wrote about some career advice that he had inspired by the life of Edward Van Halen after his passing this past week. I really appreciate the concepts that we can learn from Eddie Van Halen, just that he, what he did when he was here. Quoting Jason, he says, Eddie and his brother moved to the oh-so-cool California, didn't speak the language, not just SoCal surfer or valley girl. <laughs> But they struggled with English. Their father was Dutch and their mother was from what is now Indonesia. They didn't look like the other kids, couldn't speak like the other kids, and their parents were urging them to play piano, not the coolest musical instruments in the 1960s and 70s. This could have all gone wrong for Eddie and Alex, but they found their own way. They turned towards music that could would make them cool, 
learned the language, and when they weren't accepted into other cool cliques, they made their own gradually. I love how he applied that to people entering a new workforce. Like he said, there's always a new culture and language you have to adopt, adapt to, or struggle with. So the key is to find your own way. So if you don't immediately fit in to kind of adapt and be agile, which, you know, in our work from home setting or just all the different challenges that we face, I think this was really good advice on just how to be a little bit more adaptable and to not let different setbacks hold us back, actually. So yeah, that that was a really good piece. Uh, and while my vinyl collection, uh, that consists more of uh, Led Zeppelin, Foreigner, uh, a lot of ACDC, <laughs> I do enjoy <laughs> Van Halen, and sad to see another rock icon pass away. But I really do feel like and Jason Houck has sort of exemplified this, the best stories and their takeaways really do come from rock and rolls. And I appreciate that. Yeah, rock and roll. Good. We got a lot of rock and roll. <laughs> on the news site this week. <laughs> yeah, always good stuff at Clearance Jobs when you can apply from different industries, though, to the national security industry. I do appreciate that as well. Yeah. All right. So a look ahead. Um, let's coming let's up. hear it. As always, we have weekly recruiting articles. Each week, I'll sum up who's hiring or there's opportunities to watch or different areas to move to where the compensation's at. And then Katie, you have a great weekly post going on with recruiting tips. I'm loving our Halloween theme this month with, you know, ghosting, love horror stories. Sure. Um, yeah. Very spooky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and while last week's The Cleared Recruiting Chronicles focused more on a recruiter's work-life balance, especially mm -hmm. while working at home 100%, we're really going to ramp up that Halloween content with some creepy candidates and other people that you might want to put on that no hire list. It's a good recruiting month. We also have our weekly post from Steve. We have weekly trivia with, you know, your test your knowledge Thursdays. Saturdays are always that interesting take that you share with us from Ask CJ, where people ask anonymous clearance questions and get answers. And it's really helpful, along with looking at like the Doha cases that we're doing weekly. It's helpful to see the different questions that pop up from our community and highlight them just as a way to educate us all. So that's been really great. Lots, lots to look forward to. Well, and I know that the uh, editorial team has been hard, hard, hard at work on compensation. Uh, do you want to just do a little overview of that that you've been working on? Well, we had the top 10 states based on the different market reports based on different geographical areas. It comes out of our compensation survey that we do every year. So there'll be another one coming up soon, but in the coming weeks, then I'll be highlighting some of the different areas. Next up would be probably going to start out with Colorado, just looking at especially the aerospace industry, highlighting that in cybersecurity. It's just such a well-rounded state as a with what they have to offer for cleared candidates. But then there's different areas like California we'll look at, Alabama, North Carolina, Texas, Florida, and then the DC metro area. I'm probably missing one here too, but it's good to look at all those different areas and all the potential that there is for clear candidates to know what's going on in the different states, what the housing market looks like versus what compensation looks like as you make the decision whether you want to stay where you're at or you want to relocate somewhere else in the country. It's all helpful information for candidates to consider and recruiters to know too when you're looking to recruit your candidates. So absolutely. Well, time. that, yeah, that is what we are here for. We are your source for security clearance news, career advice, cleared recruiters. We want to help you guys do your jobs a little bit 
a little bit easier, uh, a little bit smarter. Be mm-hmm. on the lookout for more on compensation. That is all we have time for today. So if you love us, throw us a follow or a review. And if you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button and give us a follow. And if you have any thoughts or questions about security clearances, or you want us to dive in a little bit more on a specific topic, just send us a direct message on our social sites or at editor at clearancejobs.com. 